Hey, happy Sunday. How are y'all today? Uh, today's topic is going to be what I consider more in the line of uh, a parenting skill. Uh, it is something, though, that you might want to think and apply to other relationships where you have to uh, ask for things or, or I don't want to say always discipline, but sometimes between two people, you're trying to come up with an understanding of how things are going to be accomplished and done. So when I say gentle parenting, I'm talking about finding a way to get your kids to do what you want them to do, what they need to do for their own good or for the good of the family, and how you go about getting it done. And I'm going to give you a not to do, which is shaming. And I know I've talked about shaming before, and I got some questions about, well, what exactly does that mean? Because a lot of the things that people do as a discipline for their kids they don't consider it shaming, but if I reflect back and show them exactly what it is and say, okay, now let's talk to you that way. How do you feel? Suddenly it gets a little bit clearer. So let me give you an example of how that works. Uh, I was working with somebody one time and nowadays we do the telesessions. And so I was talking to the young person and they had presented themselves the way they wanted to be presented in their video image. They were sitting there with you know their cushions behind them and their wall and their decorations and they were talking to me and during the session i needed to talk to the parent so the parent came in to talk sit down beside them and when i was talking about things to work on stuff like that the parent hijacked the moment to basically make their point about getting their their child's room clean so what they did is is they said well now now while i got you here text i want to show you this here here let me show you this now and they took the camera and they flipped it around and then they videotaped the child's floor and room and everything else and they were pointing out look see these dirty clothes over here and see this over here and this trash over here and done all that and and you know as they were doing it, i'm like well you already told me they did that i believe you and that's one of the things we're working on and what I don't think they realized is they used this as a shaming moment. Hey, look, look, see what you did. Almost the same way as you do your dog. And I don't know if you've ever seen anybody that's got a dog. And they basically take the dog and say, yeah, the best way to train a dog to not use the bathroom as a house is you rub its nose in it. See? And, and if you think about it, rubbing somebody's nose in their own feces, even an animal, is, is a little hardcore. Um, I would say it's shaming at a high degree and when you take that tone of voice and you do that in this case with the individual you know basically shaming them because this is what this whole point of this was to get their point across that that i want them to clean their room and my discipline form is to shame them into doing it and then to feel like it's perfectly okay to do that and i don't think people realize what it does to a person when you shame them, you go, well, yeah, see, I proved my point. You're not doing what you're supposed to do, and now you're going to do it. Uh, actually, no. Very much like that dog, they're going to find a way around your rules. And so when you do that to people, they're going to find a way around your rules. If you're a boss and you call people out in front of everybody else and say, now I want everybody to see how bad this person did. Look at this. I'm going to rub their nose in it while you're all staring. I want us to all look in and go, ooh, and shame this person. 
you break down the person's good feelings towards you and everybody else. You separate the person, you isolate them, and you're shaming them into doing something. Now, I agree the person needs to clean up their room, but why can't you just be cut and dry and say, if the room ain't cleaned, you don't get this, you don't do that, and that's it, stick to the rules. How would you like it as a, as a parent if somebody came into your house and did that to you and go, oh, look, see what you did? See, you did this wrong. You said this wrong. Look at you. And they pointed it out to everybody. Oh, you're a bad parent. Look at that. Now, interestingly enough, you probably in your own mind do that to yourself. In your own mind, you probably shame yourself and you go, where did this come from? How did this happen? I guarantee you sometime in your past, somebody shamed you. And now that person that did that, that's part of your mental makeup. See, we have this thing about when we're growing up and when people around us do things, we record it, we keep it. You keep your parents in your head. You keep teachers, coaches, friends. And you use those in your own mind to get you to do things. And then you shame yourself. And I, I, I can say without a doubt, when I see an individual, a parent, or even two people, one of them using that shaming technique on someone else to make them do something, I guarantee it was used on you. And I guarantee you do it to yourself. And I bet you, if you peel back into your head, you'll find that person that did that to you. And when you do, ask yourself, how do you feel about that? And did it really make you a better person? Did it make you want to do? Why can't we just step away from the situation for a minute? And before we do those things, look at it. I also guarantee that that, that shaming is an impulsive act of anger that you're mad at the other person for not doing what you want done. So, you know, instead of just slapping the fire out of them, because nowadays, you know, you get in trouble for that. And I've had people tell me, oh, you get in trouble for that. You should. You got no reason to be slapping around people, adults or kids. But so instead of taking the physical abusive tactic, you take the mentally abusive tactic and you use shaming to get people to do what you want to do. And it really doesn't work long term. In fact, after a while, the person, I mean, if you really want them to feel bad about themselves and then down the road, you look at them and they have a confidence issue, they have a self-esteem issue. Well, that's all connected. Isn't it much easier to just go, look, this is the rule. You do this. If you don't do this, then this is the consequence and then stick to it as a parent. And if you really do stick to that, then things will change. Things will get done. Most of the time, I find out this whole thing rolls over. Somebody will use a shaming tactic on the kid to get them to do something. And they'll still have a rule about what's been taken away from them because they didn't clean their room. But then they will start to feel bad later on and they will not hold through on the consequence. And then they will let the child go back early or they'll give them something they took from them which reinforces the bad behavior. And then they get angry because they feel like they've been betrayed because the kid goes back to the bad behavior. So then they result, resort to shaming tactics again. 
So please ask yourself when you're doing things, when, you know, it, it cut and dry. Look, look at the world around you and, and find out how many times are you using it? How many times are people trying to use it on you? And trying to use shame as a basis for controlling people instead of just cut and dry rules about how to handle it, what to do, consequences and rewards. That's the way to get through it. Okay, so I hope you think about this. Roll it over in your head. Uh, if you're using that tactic, then you might want to back off and figure out if there's a different way to get what you want to accomplish with your kids or with coworkers or people that are working for you. Okay. Hope y'all have a great day and I'll talk to you again next Sunday. Have a nice day.